You are listening to the IBC Podcast, your international baseball career guide. Play ball! Now, here's your host, David Burns. Hey guys, it's episode number 41 and I'm back after about a three or four week holiday in Canada for the Christmas holidays and I'm re-energized, ready to go for 2015 and I'm super stoked to announce a new major sponsor in Sambat. I will also be the official supplier of Sambat in Europe, so I'm really excited about that and uh, looking forward to this upcoming season and swinging some of their wood myself. Uh, but this episode is about a guy that came back from Tommy John surgery a little too fast uh, and, and basically his career w- from what he thought was over, uh, but he got a second chance in Europe. And that's kind of the theme of this podcast episode is uh, European baseball or overseas baseball providing second chances for guys, not necessarily just injuries, but um, guys that have been overlooked or have slipped through the cl- cracks for various reasons. Um So his name is Noah Shaw, and uh, he made his comeback in Austria, and it's continued from there, but I'll let him tell the rest of the story, how he's taken his career overseas after that injury. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get on with this podcast, episode number 41 with Noah Shaw. This episode is sponsored by Sam Bat, the original Maple Bat Corporation. IBC is also the supplier in Europe for Sam Bat. So for any individual or team orders, please contact me at d.burns at baseballjobsoverseas.com. Noah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, uh, you know, before we get get to where you currently are and and uh, the baseball league that you're currently playing in, can you take us back to, um, you know, the the end of your college career and, and uh, kind of what, what was going on in the college career and, and your injury and then uh, and then what your options were after that? Yeah. Um, so after during my junior year, between my junior and senior year, um, I was playing collegiate summer ball and um, I actually uh, just threw one bad pitch and uh, dropped the elbow a little bit too low and uh, all of a sudden heard a big pop in my elbow. Um, I'm halfway across the I'm halfway across the country and uh, uh, found out I had to have Tommy John. Um, pretty devastating news. Um, so rushed back from Tommy John about about eight months post-surgery, which was uh, an incredible thing, just to pitch my senior year. Um, didn't do well at all. Uh, so really after college, uh, all the offers of going uh, to any independent ball, uh, anywhere getting signed, really went out the window quick. Uh, so you really had to uh, join the workforce and uh, really start your life afterwards. Um so really just uh, took a job, personal training, and uh, really thought baseball was uh, its kind of the end of baseball for me. Um, had uh, Didn't really find any opportunities. No one really wanted to take a chance on a 24-year-old lefty who, uh, who with injury problems, um, came across uh, actually your site. Uh, and it wasn't until about a little around Christmas time that you sent me an email and uh, asked if I was interested in coming to play for, um, play in Austria and, uh, that's where I landed myself and, uh, yeah, didn't look back after that. Yeah. So that's, that's a pretty cool story. So, I mean, that, that, that is the thing is a lot of guys uh, with that injury, uh, 
blemish on their on their you know on their resume just you know people look at it and they just don't give you a chance so i mean and, and that also happens over here as well uh it's usually a red flag but i think you have much more opportunities to potentially to to revive a career over in europe um so so you ended up you, you got your foot in the door with um uh, the Treskirk and Grasshoppers in the second division, Austria, and uh, so how, let's talk about a little bit about that. How that came about? Well, it came about uh, through me, and I, I introduced you to them. But then uh, you came over, and, and let's talk a little bit about how that went and how the season went, and uh, we'll just start with that. Uh, it was a wonderful opportunity, a wonderful blessing uh, to actually have uh, the chance to play for them. Um, like I said, you kind of introduced me to him. Uh, about a week later, I found myself uh, interviewing with him over Skype, and um, they sent me uh, about a week later. They offered me the uh, position, um, and a month later, I found myself flying out to Austria. Um, they were it was an unbelievable experience. Um, met a lot of contacts, got to you know explore a new country, a new uh, way of life. Uh, got to play in an awesome tournament with you in uh, Pinkston Bowl, yeah. um, uh, where we took uh, third place, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we we had a we had an up and down season. Uh, wasn't really, we we started out really slow. Uh, we really wasn't until the end, last about eight or nine games that we really started to find a way to turn it on. It's an experience I, I I'll always remember, and uh, fortunately I have uh, the chance to go back. Uh, they offered me, I resigned with them, um, and I'll be back next year. So yeah, that's cool. So that's that's uh, that's what I was going to get to next. So what do you think the you know what are the main reasons behind the resigning? Like uh, what what do you think that you did right that that impressed them to the point where they're going to invite you back for a second season? I think what really impressed them was my uh, stability. Um, when I came over, one of the things that they were really stressing on was they wanted someone there for, uh, they wanted a future co- They wanted someone there who was going to be a long-term import player. Uh, they wanted their, their team to be pushed kind of in one direction. I think um, I was someone who was, who was kind of willing to, to stick with the program and stick with the club. And I really, you know, it was something that really interested me was, to to build the club from uh and really try to get them to the first division um and i think that really that really interested them um the uh, the other thing was is uh when i spoke to the uh manager peter he he really wanted an import who was going to stay around for a little bit longer than a year um he really stresses his youth programs and really stresses um having one coach to kind of you know to and one way of playing baseball to lead the team around. And I think he didn't want to keep changing coaches uh, on uh, his youth players uh, every year or so. And I think uh, the fact that I wanted to kind of stick around was, was really what made it uh, kind of official. Um, I think the other thing was um, after speaking to him, uh, he kind of really loved my leadership. Um, He loved uh, that. I took a a strong, uh, strong role into the team. And I really, uh, pushed for our, our players to become better and I pushed for the, the organization to strive for higher things than just, uh, uh, you know, just going out there and uh, kind of just going through the motions of the game. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that is a huge, uh, 
tip or, or discussion point because uh, a lot of these clubs, especially second division clubs of various leagues across Europe, are looking for these guys that are longer term because uh, what happens is um, these the imports usually are required not only to play but to coach youth. Uh, and then if there's a new import every year, like you said, there's uh, it's just not good for the kids without that yeah, you know, the, the the lack of continuity every year of, of having the same coach um, and with with a long term plan, um, not having that consistency is is you know is part of the reason why some of these clubs don't develop so fast, uh, including the club that I play for it, with the Athletics. You know, um, we've you know it's a lot better now, but in the past, uh, the 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 imports would always coach the youth and. Uh, I think that's why we have a lot of gap years uh, without a lot of kids uh, because they just lose interest or, or uh, whatever the case is. So there, or there's a new coach every year and parents kind of uh, get a little bit uh, upset with that and maybe pull their kid and put him in, back into soccer or something else. So, so I think yeah, that's a huge, a huge selling point if you're somebody that's looking longer term. Um, so that, that's a big thing. And then I can speak from because as you said we played together in Fingston Mall and so I got to know you a bit and and I from my point of view a lot of it would have to do with your like you said your leadership but your um your energy and passion uh, I think you play with you know your uh heart on your sleeve and and you you play hard and and you don't quit and um like for example Fingston Ball is a bit of a, a party tournament and I think you were the only one yeah. going, going to bed early you know so so you <laughs> you were there to play right and and so yeah that was it that was <laughs> so I mean like the, I was also the only one to get ejected yeah you're the only one getting ejected too yeah so I mean <laughs> you you play with some passion and um but but you're a good team player and you get along with everybody. So I mean, if somebody can, uh, somebody that fits that description that wants to make a longer term career over in Europe, uh, second divisions are a great option. You know, because uh, you, yeah. you have an opportunity to take a program to the next level. And, and if you have any desire to coach down the road and remain in baseball down the road, then I think that's an excellent opportunity. Uh, but then. There's the other side of it where some guys have trouble with this, which is the level of baseball. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about the level of baseball in the second division. And, and so guys have an idea of what to expect, you know, so that, you know, coming in that they don't have an idea of one thing and then they're surprised that maybe it's not the level that they were, were, were hoping for. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really is. It's a. It's a. To, it was a total shock. Um, I think there are times. You know, you step off the plane and you expect one thing, where this uh, this club is going to have uh, nine all stars on their team, and uh, you know, you're you're happy if you can just get nine players onto the field at times. Yeah. Um, you have to, as a coach, you really have to be a little a little thick skinned on on a lot of things. Um, you're going to see some things that you you haven't seen before. Or you're gonna, you know, see fly ball, uh, routine fly balls that are gonna drop on a regular basis, and it's gonna, it's gonna happen. And you gotta, you gotta learn to, to, to deal with it, and really try to teach these, these kids how, you know, teach the players and teach, uh, teach, you know, your teammates how to play the game the right way. Um, you're looking, you know, uh, level wise, you're looking, you know, solid upper high school to lower D three type level. Um, depending on pitching of the team, um, you, if you have, uh, you know, the first game is always, uh, an Austrian, uh, native who pitches, 
Um, uh, and then, you know, you have your game two of a doubleheader every week. And that is uh, you can have your import pitch. And, of course, when the import pitches, it's going to be a little bit tougher than the than the Austrian. Yeah. Um, but it's it's all it's all about you just got to you got to maintain your focus, uh, I think, is the, is the big thing. Um, you you're going to deal with some you're going to deal with some things that, you, again, that you've never seen before. Kids, uh, kids who don't know how to who've never picked up a bat in their life. Kids who throw, you know, with uh, the wrong hand. Uh, kids who put the glove on the wrong way. Um, you got to, you got, you're gonna, you're, you got to be prepared for everything. Um, again, baseball. You kind of said it yourself. Baseball is really not, isn't a big sport in, in Europe. Um, a, lot, a lot of kids run. You're, you're dealing with a lot of soccer players. Uh, I think uh, we had a few handball players. Um, it, you gotta, you really gotta. Uh, sometimes start from square one with uh, with your teams. Clubs in second division, there's room for exponential growth. Like you can make a huge impact on a team in one year. So I mean, they can grow quite a bit. Uh, so if you come in with that frame of mind, then then you know you can really accomplish a lot. So how's your setup? Um, you know, I know like you, you know I already know that 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 you know you had your your everything taken care of financially, uh, but at the same time you're not going to be packing money away for retirement so so uh, it but but you were able to get by right you were able to get by without dipping into your own into your own bank account oh absolutely um the the grasshoppers set me up wonderfully um they gave me a nice salary um best thing i can do i can best advice i can give on salary wise if you you know you're the chances of you making a lot of money are very slim to none um learn how to budget um one of the things that i did early on was i didn't uh was i would receive my whole salary at the beginning of the month and it really it caused me to use my salary much quicker um kind of see if your team will pay in a little bit of in- of an increment mm-hmm. instead like a little bit of time so you can learn to really budget what you have because um, it goes it goes really quick um but everything was uh everything was very was taken care of. I had a car, I had an apartment. Um, they gave me free food at the clubhouse, which was huge. Um, you know, if you ever, if you ever were a little hungry and you just, you were just dying for some food or something like that. And you looked in your fridge and all you saw was ketchup and mustard and nothing else. Uh, you know, there was always some kind there was some burgers or some, uh, some, uh, cold cuts. And so you can make a sandwich or something like that at the, at the, at the concession stand. So I was always, that was, that was a big thing. Yeah, that's you know, and I think if somebody that's good with money and, and they're careful, they're going to come over on, on you know, they can survive on a, a salary of three hundred euro a month if they really are careful. But I think what happens is you come over, you're excited to be in another country, uh, you want to do some sightseeing or you want to go out uh, and and do some things. It's then it I can see it going pretty quick, um, you know, because you don't want to sit around your apartment and do nothing all the time. So. So I think realistically to have a good time, uh, to, to be able to get out and do a few things, it'd be nice to have a salary of about 500 euro a month um, uh, or bring some of your own to supplement it. So, but I think definitely yeah, if, you, if you come with a thousand of your own, I think that's plenty to supplement an income of something like 300 euro a month uh, if, you're, if you're careful with your money and, and you, know, you don't go too crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's a perfect way to put it. Um, I, uh, you know, you, 
it, it's really, you know, if you really want to do some sightseeing, you gotta, you gotta budget ahead. Um, you have to really think about what you want to do. And, uh, um, you're probably going to start having to dig a little bit into your pockets. Um, again, uh, I was very fortunate to have a, an owner and manager and, uh, the, a club who really, you know, helped me out. And really, if I wanted to go do something, um, they would actually, you know, help, you know, they would probably take me there, uh, you know, or really show me the sites. And, uh, I remember one time, um, without even, without hesitation, um, my uh, manager came up and he went, "Hey, we're gonna go see Vienna, and you, you know, let's let's go." And it was pretty much all expenses paid, and uh, and it was an incredible time. And uh, yeah, it, you know, but some people don't have that luxury that I had uh, overseas. But uh, so you really gotta you really gotta plan ahead. Do the big thing. Um, this episode is sponsored by Sam Bat, the original Maple Bat Corporation. IBC is also the supplier in Europe for Sam Bat. So for any individual or team orders, please contact me at d.burns at baseballjobsoverseas.com. You know, so if you want to go, you know, if you're in Austria and you want to go to Italy or Germany and you want to spend, a, you know, a week, make sure you know what you're, you're spending your budget on. Um, it's along those lines, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you if you kind of cost it out ahead of time and, and ask some questions, but you know, I think it's it's a give and take relationship. I think if you come over and you really are, are given everything you have to the club uh, on the field, and then of course off the field as well, helping the club grow, working with the youth. Uh, if you're a hard worker and, and you and you show up and, and you do a job and and you play with an open mind, knowing that it's a, a lower level of baseball than what you're used to. Um, and you're just generally an overall good teammate and good guy to have around, then they're going to bend over backwards for you. Uh, if you if you come in and kind of half-ass it, then I, I think you know they're not going to be calling you up and saying, "Hey, let's take you. I'm going to take you to Vienna for the day or whatever." So I mean, they're they're happy to to take care of you and and make your stay that much more enjoyable if if they feel like you're really there with good intentions and helping the club the best you can. Uh, yeah it's uh it's very true um you know uh one of the things i i made sure i did was um i knew from a, from kind of the get-go i i wanted to be here long term so really uh the first year so my first year in austria um i really spent kind of closer close to the team um i made sure i was i was there almost every day uh um you know, working with youth, practice, doing whatever was needed. Um, you know, you really have to make yourself available. Uh, you know, one thing I, I really want to stress to anyone who wants to go over is that, you know, pretty much all the players you play with are paying to be on this club. And that's your salary that they're paying. So if you need to show them in the same respect that they're pretty much showing you, um, you, you know, give it everything you have because, you know, uh, you know, even, even if you're, you know, so if you're not ready to coach, maybe, maybe importing yet isn't the best, you know, going overseas is the best thing. Cause you're expected to, to really lead a youth program or really lead the team, uh, somehow coaching wise. Um, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of the, the, the head honcho. You're, you're kind of the guy who knows, who knows the sport better than anyone on your team. And you have to be prepared to, to give everything you have and, and give the knowledge that you have of baseball to your team yeah yeah I, I and 
that point is stressed even more. The further down the leagues in, in European baseball across Europe you go, then then the more that is true. Uh, you know, when you when you're up in the Netherlands or you're in Italy or, or the top clubs in the Czech republic or germany then maybe you're there just to play ball um and and there's maybe a few promotional things but you're not coaching a youth team necessarily but the further down uh the latter you go the more the more there is they need you to do and help out because they just all, all their money's towards you you're, you're one import or maybe a second import uh and that their budget's quite a bit smaller so they don't have a lot of uh, money to pay somebody to come and coach their youth program year after year so so uh yeah definitely definitely good point i i, I like the point there um what about uh yeah let's let's go off to you mentioned you were in fingston ball so why don't you talk a little bit about that experience uh, uh how first of all what fingston ball is a, a tournament in in uh, this central austria in atna puchheim which happens once a year and anyone that listens to the podcast by now knows what it is but uh, why don't we get your take on, on the tournament on and off the field and, and what it's all about and, and, and what you liked about it? Oh, uh, Kingston ball, uh, probably was one of my, uh, favorite moments of being in, in, in uh, in your, uh, in all honesty. Um, it was, I think the tagline was baseball by day party at night. And it was, it was very true to that. Um, you know, during the day you, you were, uh, you were playing baseball, you were doing something, and then night it turned into a rock show. Um, it kind of came about, um, you know, I, I was talking to you and uh, I really wanted to try to get uh, get my foot into the door in Australia, and um, you invited me down to Fingston Bowl, I think, because uh, the, the athletics run the show, and um, you guys were kind of low on players at the time because everyone was either working the working the concession stands or, what you know, whatever it may be, and... Um, came over played for you guys um and i mean i was very, very blessed to have been part of the opening day uh i was part of the opening game uh uh, uh i was the starting pitcher of opening game um and that was an absolute joy i mean you look around and there's uh it's a packed house and uh everyone you know everyone who's anyone who's at who's at Finkstable is is right there watching you and um i mean it was it was an enjoyable experience and everyone I think you had a couple teams from uh, you had Czech Republic there and Bulgaria and a uh, team from Germany and uh, I think you had uh, the big team was the international um, was Istanbul but it's 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 a, it's a rocker um, I remember you know a lot of a lot of great moments even if I did go to bed early just to make sure I was I was ready for the next game but uh, you know it was, it was a lot of fun uh, big party a lot of fun uh, I highly recommend it to any import who's who's somewhere close to Austria or wants to try get a few mornings in um the other great thing about fingston bowl is uh, a lot of contacts um if you're an import who hasn't signed yet and you have some spare money you want you want to you want to spend um, you have a lot of players a lot of coaches a lot of teams um a lot of people looking for for maybe another import another uh another person to bring over to their team um it's somewhere where you can really uh sell your name sell your name out to other people um i know i met um scotty mulhern uh who really kind of helped me uh un- introduce me to australian baseball uh kind of helped me get my foot into there um i mean you know there's a lot of contacts and it's 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 more than you know it's it's the big 
party, but you can also use it to your advantage too if you're trying to move through the ranks of uh, of European baseball. Yeah, for sure, it's it's a great exposure, and usually you can get picked up even if, if you show up like Clayton Carson did. He just showed up and. And, uh, you know, I, we, we were able to get him on a team without much trouble. So, I mean, there's always teams looking for another another guy to pick up for the tournament. So, um, great, yeah. And and the combinations were great. You, you know, you had the penthouse suite there at the <laughs> on the, uh, the, the, the fort we made for you at the gym floor. Yeah, that, that was unbelievable. That was unfreaking believable. I just remember uh, you just say, I'm from Canada. I don't really care about this tenant anymore i hate camping and we were slept on a gym floor and uh i it was like i had my own little room while everyone else had like this disgusting mattress or sleeping bag on the on the floor um you know it's it it came with the territory but it was you know what that was that was a lot of fun that you know you you know you're you play you play one team and then uh that night you're 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 sleeping five five feet away um you know in this in this gym that you know that they rented out I don't know if I lost you or not. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, we we got cut off right where you said where you sleeping five feet away from the guys with a a gym that was rented out. So <laughs> cool. Well, it's get the interview's getting on, uh, a little on, so I'm going to move on to uh, what's going on right now. Uh, we've covered Austria and that experience, and uh, you got the invite back. And uh, but right now you're uh, you're still playing baseball. So why don't we? Uh, and you kind of hinted on that about Scotty's. So. Where are you at the moment, and, uh, and then we'll talk about how that's going. Yeah, I'm in um, I'm in Brisbane right now. Um, I'm playing in the Queensland State League right now, which is a um, pretty decent league. Uh, it's solid. Uh, Scotty uh, Scotty Mulhern, who is a big part of the uh, international baseball community and was the athletics uh, uh, other import, uh, kind of helped me out and uh, gave me a little advice on, on Brisbane and uh, – uh, started really early. So right after Fingston Bowl, um, I started emailing. So that was beginning of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, started, started, I mean, I was every day, I was sending out emails to about 15 teams a day. And um, you get a few hits here and there, but, you know, uh, I finally caught on with um, Pine Hills Lightning. Um, and uh, they offered me uh, the kind of the better deal. Um I got a host family to live with and, um, uh, you know, they paid for my memberships and, uh, they, uh, I mean, it, it, there was, there's a lot of little things that they kind of gave me. Uh, um, they, they're giving me the opportunity to go play in the ABL if I, if, uh, if, uh, I get picked up and, uh, it's little things like that. And I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful exposure. Um, especially if you're looking for a, a, a high level of play, this is, a you know, something along the lines of a, a solid, you know, of a good some teams are d1 to uh, a low rookie ball to low a kind of competition yeah cool very cool so it's just quite a quite a difference in level of play uh, compared to where you just came from but uh, a whole new experience and 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 uh, summer year-round which is also kind of cool because you just came from yeah. well what was probably the worst summer in austrian history but t- usually it's not so bad uh, but now you're in brisbane on, on the you know pretty close to gold coast there so that's that's pretty nice. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Mo- I know a lot of uh, Australian clubs uh, don't really have the budget for paying the flight or won't pay the flight, but uh, they'll set you up with a job. Uh, so are you working or are you are they helping you out a little bit? Or 
Yeah, so you're you're right on the money. Um, you're gonna have to dig a little bit into your pockets to to kind of get a flight uh, to Australia if you're coming from America. Um, again, I was very fortunate that my flight that was supposed to go back home to America went straight to uh, from uh, from Austria back to America went from Austria to America to Australia. So my team in Austria actually covered that flight. Uh, so I was very very blessed to have that opportunity. But you're still looking at a visa, which is about 420 bucks, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, they will uh, they you know my team offered uh, to help me find a job. Not only that, um, you give lessons uh, a little bit here and there, and you can pick up a solid uh, 75, 25, uh, 50 bucks for an hour of uh, of just working with a kid uh, on a on hitting, fielding, or pitching. Um, a lot of a lot of kids are very open to working one on one, and parents are willing to to uh, give some money to, to for you to help them out. Um, right now, uh, I'm working on uh, working construction actually a little bit, um, uh, making pretty decent pay. I make about twenty twenty three twenty four an hour. Uh, minimum wage is is pretty pretty high here. I think it's about eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not you're not struggling when you when you make mo- when you work. Um, you know, but again, you you don't want you're not gonna want to have a full time job. You really just want something that you know you can you can pay. You know, you can make money with kind of explore wherever you're gonna be. Yeah, how many hours a week are you working? Uh, about whew, anywhere from ten to twenty, maybe okay. tops. Uh, okay. so I'm making you know I can make anywhere from uh, you know, two hundred to three hundred bucks a week, which is which is solid. And then on top of that that i get it uh you know you have uh you have lessons you can give so that's another you know 150 in my pocket so you're so i'm coming away with about 450 bucks a week wow okay cool so that is the thing is a lot of guys you know they're they're a little bit um turned off by the fact that they have to pay their flight over but i mean the, i keep getting the same story once you're over there uh it's pretty easy to get a job and 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 a high paying job uh, it pays well so i mean yeah, you got to buck up a little bit at the beginning, but I think that you're living in Australia, playing baseball, yeah. and and you're and you're making enough money, to, uh, more than enough money to to cover your expenses. So I mean, uh, I don't know. It, maybe it's maybe it's because uh, I don't have that opportunity, so it seems great for me uh, because I, I I couldn't drop everything and go there. I, I got too much going on, but uh, you know, I'd I'd, I'd jump on that in a second if i could so uh i gotta take my kids to the matinee here so why don't we wrap up with um some recommendations for others that are considering taking their game abroad and uh maybe just what's worked for you the best um you you know what what i can say for working the best is um really get your name out there early uh don't don't wait last second um the other thing is uh, you know jump jump on a team when they offer it to you you know if you sometimes you're going to have to start low you know if you have to to start low to to work your way up do that uh just get your foot in the door uh again baseball in europe you know you said it best baseball in europe's grown really really quick and uh a lot of Im, you know a lot of good imports are coming over now and so the opportunity to really get your foot in the door might be might be closing fast so if if someone comes knocking Really, really work hard to make sure that you're, you're, you get, you step in, you step in and take the job. Um, you may have to bite, bite the bullet a little. You might, you may have to, you know, not play in the level you want to, 
but it's it's all going to be worth it. And um, I, I highly recommend it to anyone who, who wants to play. Um, just, you know, it, it's a wonderful opportunity and, and I will not regret it at all. Yeah. Perfect. Great answer. Uh, I appreciate your time, Noah. And, uh, you know, good luck. I didn't get to get a lot into the, the Australian baseball in Brisbane, but you did touch base on the level and I appreciate that. And, you know, maybe we'll follow up, uh, towards the end of the season or, or maybe do a one-on-one, uh, face-to-face interview, uh, when you're back in Austria next year. No doubt. All right. When you're at Fingston Ho- Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I'll see you at Fingston Bowl. We, you know, I don't, you still have that tent? Yeah. I still have that tent somewhere. Uh, it's, it's, All right, sweet deal. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's for you. I reserved it for you. I was going to throw it away, awesome. but but got to keep the fort alive. So, well, I was hoping uh, I was hoping next year I could uh, I could take Clayton's spot on the couch because he kind of stole my. Yeah, spot. definitely. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> get you get the couch. It's reserved for you next year. Awesome. All right, all right. Take care, man, and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you, David. All right. See you, buddy. That wraps up episode number 41. Thanks for listening, and I want to thank Noah Shaw for sharing his story. Uh, Anyone that is interested in taking their career overseas, you can create a profile at internationalbaseballcommunity.com. It is completely free. We're also looking now for softball players looking to take their career overseas. There's a number of clubs in Europe uh, that do import softball players, fast-pitch players. So, Uh, We've expanded the website to include room for fast pitch players as well. And we have had some clubs contact us looking for some. So please, uh, even if you're not a fast pitch player, forward on that information to someone that you know that is. So uh, and do them a solid there. So for those of you that are new to the website, uh, it's completely free. You can find clubs through the website and they can find you. And it's a great platform. And many guys have successfully found jobs overseas using that platform uh, and haven't paid a dime doing so. But we also do offer a placement service. I have a few guys helping me out with that. We provide you with guidance. We point you in the right direction towards the, the leagues that you fit best. We put you on the front page, we build a scouting report for you, and uh, we uh, send your name to clubs that are looking for players that fit your background. Uh, So it's just a faster track, and I think it just increases your chances in this what's becoming a saturated market. There's a lot of guys looking to play overseas, and a lot of very talented guys. So uh, it's getting a lot tougher to find a job overseas uh, than it was two, three, four years ago or 15 years ago when I came over, for instance. So, uh, yeah, so we also offer that placement service. It's 60 bucks up front, 90 upon signing. So if you're interested, internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com is the email, and just use the subject heading placement service. So until next time, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm your host, David Burns. Take care.